Would you rather choose one of your siblings to survive or lose them both? <laughs> I got to know. I'd... What kind of damn question is that? <laughs> Babe, now I'm going to sound bad. <laughs> I'm going to choose one to let go. I'm not, I'm not, I can't lose them both just because, no, nah, I'm one of them, just one of them. <laughs> okay, just, just, just one of them, right? All right. All right. Oh, we all got to die together, okay? I don't, I don't know if I could choose between siblings, honestly. Really? Tell me if you like it when I kiss on your lips. Got you through the valley of an ocean. Make you breathe in slow motion. Read your mind and come explore the galaxy. Have a little taste of my baby. What's good, y'all? I'm your host, Asia. And I'm your host, BJ. And, and this, this is Extra Script. Script. Y'all, welcome to Asia and BJ's world. Welcome y'all go in, y'all. Come on in. Come on into the building. <laughs> we about to talk that talk today. Uh, shout out to everybody in the building that's pulling up. Y'all go ahead and like, comment, and subscribe. Hit that notification bell so you don't miss any episodes from Asia and BJ. So make sure y'all stay tapped in throughout this entire episode y'all we got a juicy red room spicy confession today oh wait all right would you rather have no air conditioning or no heating oh gosh i'd rather have no heat would you rather take a pay cut or be fired a pay cut yeah take the pay cut at least i'm gonna have a job (laughs) would you rather have an arranged marriage or spend the rest of your life single spend the rest of my life single okay so you ain't nobody gonna put you together huh no okay would you rather be able to dress in designer clothes or buy everything you want at a discount store buy everything i want at a discount store right you can put some cute stuff together with some cheap clothes okay (laughs) i don't care i don't care what nobody say i don't need no designer stuff to look cute and i can put it together and look designer Mm. Mm, hey. <laughs> with the discount hey that's okay? that, that's saying something just saying would you rather have disappointing sex every night for a full year or have great sex for one night <laughs> God. uh great sex for one night because i don't want to keep on being let down and be like i don't even want to do this every night for 365 days no would you rather be allergic to chocolate or be allergic to bread? I'd rather be... Ah, oh, man. Don't forget about those rolls with the... Oh. <laughs> I'd rather be allergic to... Chocolate. Really? I thought you were going to say bread. I almost I know... did. I can't really choose. That's hard. So you got it. But you got it. <laughs> you got to have your, your chocolate. You got to have your guilty pleasure. Ah, chocolate is my guilty pleasure for sure. <clears throat> okay. If I, oh. And you were just saturated in all if chocolate. If there was too. something to just cheat with, it would be chocolate, y'all. Okay. Chocolate, I'm <laughs> telling you. Asia love her some chocolate. It don't Give even me matter some, what kind. Oh, some melted milk chocolate. Again, oh it can be Nestle, gosh. Godiva. Yes. It, it doesn't even matter, okay? Yeah. Why what, am I sitting here having this whole fantasy about chocolate in my head, y'all? I love me some chocolate. Let me take a bite out of that. Okay. Out of that Kit Kat bar. You always trying to say you always you always trying to go oh, too that chocolate. far with Let things. me get a bite of that Kit Kat bar, babe. You see, we we trying. You said we was trying to keep things PG today. No, I said we're gonna talk that talk today. We was lying. Huh? Uh, we was lying. Okay. We was lying. <laughs> But wow, I actually, a couple of those you surprised me with. Really? I, I learned something about you today. We need to get into like Jada and Will. Uh, it been some people chiming in, especially oh. a lot of married couples been asking us, what do we think about Jada and and Will? Or I Will think and it's Jada? bizarre. This, their relationship is so crazy to me. It's just, they have like, to, to put it in one word, if there was just one word I would use, I would say it's weird. Or or can't make up your mind what you want to do. Yeah, it's like one minute, I, like I, I'm... What y'all going to do? To say that I get so confused, like listening and watching a couple like that is like beyond me. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't understand. Like I, maybe because I don't really keep up with them like that. But then every yeah. time I, I catch like a, a whiff of something that's going on with them, it's like, wait, what? <laughs> What was that? What happened now? Right. It, <laughs> it, it's and it, it's always kind of shocking to it. Like when you hear like yes. headlines, you'd be like, "What did?" did <laughs> Wait, explain. What did they kid? They, they, what did Willow say? What did Willow do? Yeah, 
Yeah. What did Jaden like? Like all of them? How did she get into an entanglement? Now, what? What? What did Will say about this? Now, right? Okay. I think that's where it started because <laughs> me, I felt like they always kind of kept, you know, their marriage and what they did kind of private for the most part. Yeah. I think when you start seeing the chinks in the armor was like you said with the entanglement with August Alcina. Yeah, but that's when I feel like it started kind of, like really kind of putting their relationship on display was mm-hmm. when he popped out. Cause mm-hmm. I really thought he was lying for real. At first I thought he was, I didn't think he was really serious. <laughs> he was really serious until I watched him tell the story and, and talk about either. it in an interview. I was like, that man is dead ass serious. Cause I believe Jada, Jada, I believed you. <laughs> when you said I did not have an entanglement, <laughs> it, it almost took me back to Bill Clinton when he said, I did not have sexual relationships <laughs> with that woman. Yeah. So, uh, Jada, I believed you. You've been my crush since I was a child. She, she, babe, she, she was, is not looking she for was, you. She was my childhood celebrity crush. Well, how did we get on to that? Like, I thought we were talking about Will and Jada. I'm just saying I had a lot of faith. I had a lot of trust in, in her word and what she said. Okay. Okay. And then you turned it into about you. Yeah, I just had a, I had a, like a, just a flashback. Okay. I need you something. to get it together and focus. I'm, I'm here. I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. But yeah, like you said, the, the whole <laughs> entanglement, the whole entanglement, yeah, like threw me off too. Cause I, cause like I said, I believe Jada when she said that she didn't. And then when she kind of retracted and backtracked on that. Wait, did she say that she did it? Initially, she said that she didn't. Oh, yeah. cause when I saw the interview with August, I was like, okay, why would he get up here and lie about something like that? Like, especially the way that he explained it. That man and he was, was saying in love. He, and he said he was going over to the house, like dapping Will up. Like, no, man. Yeah, like <laughs> facts. Like Will knew about it, you know? That's weird to me. It is. It is. It is. <clears throat> I, I feel like it is because I feel like if we're going to be together, we're going to be together. What would you call Is that like considered an open relationship, though? Like, is that what open is? Open, open, open. Oh, I mean, <laughs> hey. Is that is that like the means of having an open yeah, relationship? Definitely. I guess you have to have some type of understanding in between like a mutual agreement between the two of them that they were both willing to do something like that. I just I just I don't know. I don't know. Like what my, else would and, it be? And from my understanding, that's pretty much what it was. It was like you do what you do, I do what I do. Well, how come we, we don't still, hear anything about Will? We still maybe them um what is it called? Non-disclosure? Well, who's his entanglement partner? <laughs> he got a good lawyer. He, I'm pretty sure he gets somebody to sign something where they can't say nothing. No, I need to know who, 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 <laughs> who his entanglement partner is because you don't hear nothing about Will. I think I, I heard that he was, but it just never really, you know, it never really like okay. sprouted to anything. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure he kind of like did his own thing too. But okay. you just never heard anything about it. But yeah, I guess they call it what? A non-disclosure agreement? NDA? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when you get them types of things, nobody's going to say anything. It's just, it's like a gag order. Stay quiet. Stay quiet. I don't know. If you, but don't, then, if you don't know, I won't tell. Yeah, but then when that whole thing happened with Chris Rock and, and Will at the, at where where whatever award show that was, like, I read that Jada was saying that she was surprised that Will had I even know. referred to her as his wife. Like, I know. I'm just like, that, that literally got me, like, scratching my head because when it happened, I was like, okay, that that's a black man up there defending his wife. Yeah, me too. That's what I was like. I was like. And, and any man, any man is going to want to defend their wife when somebody else is, is talking, even if you're joking, even if y'all up there roasting people. But, you know, <laughs> you think I, you think I, Jada got bit. that effect, though, like she got Will up there going crazy. I and think she got him whipped. I, I wouldn't put that <clears throat> to a degree, her. but just by her personality, like, you know, I, I do like Jada. I really do like <laughs> Jada. Like, I listening to her red table talks and stuff like that. Like she, she makes a lot of good points and stuff like that. But like when it comes to the relationship stuff, I'm like, I don't understand. What the hell are y'all doing? (laughs) I don't understand. Because she said that she, that he hadn't called her her wife or they kind of been separated since 2016. Right. So when he got up there and said my effing wife, yeah, it was like, and then she said that I'm like, well, what, what's, What's going on? I mean, I kind of feel like in a way, like it kind of left him because if he wouldn't have said anything and maybe he was roasting his his wife or or whoever, his significant, Mm -hmm. the the mother of his children. Like, I feel like his defense mechanism just kicked in 
just more so like you're not going to talk about her like that. And mm-hmm. maybe he felt different about what was happening in that moment. I don't know. We already talked about this. It before. is sensitive too because she does have alopecia. Yeah. Now so, that, and and he made a joke. What was it like a GI Jane joke or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. So I do feel to some degree like he was defending her, but to the at highest the same degree. Time, yeah. But at the same time, I'm just like. I don't know, like, if you're not even claiming me to be your husband and you surprised that I'm referring to you as my wife, then what What? What am I doing? And she said she was surprised by everything that he did. She thought that it was like an act. She thought it might have been like a little comedic skit that they did because she didn't even think that he had made contact when he slapped him. So if she was kind of confused at it, just Shoot. all the way around. Girl, from... he, he definitely made contact. You, yeah. you heard the... <laughs> Smack effect. You heard the contact. You, <laughs> it was definitely you a he- smack effect. Okay? Yeah, it was for sure, for sure. And I, I don't know what was going on with Will at that moment. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he was defending her. Maybe it had to do with, with some, you know, past trauma, like some past issues that he had with Jada, and he just snapped at the at the snap of a finger. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, maybe he thought about Tupac at that moment and just got mad. <laughs> He might have thought about Tupac at that moment. I can't with you, babe. What? <laughs> how you go bring Tupac into this? Okay. Because Jada bring, been gone for I don't know how long. Because Jada brought up Tupac. Oh God. So I'm gonna bring up Tupac. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I, but I really feel like he had like some some real real like a, a lot of aggression, a lot of like frustration built up in him, and it just exploded at that moment. It could have been like a lot of things that. You know, Will and Jada been going through. Yeah. And 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 Chris Rock just put like the cherry on the top of the Sunday. Maybe. Maybe. And that just did it. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I mean I don't know. I I guess all this all that to say, like, she's releasing this book that's about to come out, you know, so I, I think there's a lot of things that maybe she'll really put out into the forefront for people to really understand like yeah. their relationship because that's it's true. not meant for everybody to understand, and this and and clearly, you know, the only thing I just hate about what it is that they're doing is that it's on public display. Mm-hmm. You know, right. for everybody to judge it, everybody to say to their chime piece in, and give their opinion, say what they think, like just we like doing we are right, right now, now. <laughs> just like we doing right now. But it's like, man, it kind of sucks because if you think about it, like Will and Jada has always been. I feel like to some before all of all of this chaos was was a part of it like i feel like a lot of people probably looked at them as like a, a black power couple a hollywood absolutely. like will and jada were all of that and some uh, like back in the day absolutely you know yes. so so i don't know i don't i really don't know what to make of it or what to think of it is i don't know how they're still together if they've been separated since 2016 i ain't got time i got other things to do i'm not yeah. gonna hold on to you for no seven years <sighs> Six, yeah. whatever the hell yeah. it is. I'm not, you can go. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. And, and I feel you on that. But, <laughs> you know, you know, when, when it, when, you know, they, they got a, they don't have a prenup, you know. But they, one. why I got, do I they, it. I got you. And they have children and they have so many other things. They, they got grown pass. ass kids. They right. all grown ass kids. Right. Too. And then they got a pass. So I feel like sometimes it just gets complicated. What's complicated? Okay, maybe, for them it's complicated. Maybe you're right. For them, right. It, it's it's just a complicated thing for them. Probably trying to move on past each other because how much time they've invested in it, and and I, I don't know what 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 Jada said. She said something in regards to like she's championing she she champions a bad marriage or something like that. I I don't know how she worded it per se because she you, you know she's been releasing a lot of like excerpts from the memoir mm-hmm. and kind of like revealing and kind of like bringing you in into like. What's been going on with them over the <clears throat> the past eight nine years or whatever? Yeah, and she was even saying that you know they tried counseling. They pretty much like are like marriage counsel dropouts. <laughs> marriage so counseling the, dropouts. The, but that's that brings me to my point. Then what mm-hmm. are they holding on to? Like, yeah. if it's not gonna work, then stop wasting your time. Mm-hmm. Like, because that's exactly what it is that you're doing. Other than just saying we're married to say that yeah. we're married, like. And, they and, both are 
successful people right. they can both sustain a living on their own mm-hmm. so but that's i think that's what they've been what doing are we waiting for yeah. and they've been living they've been living like separate lives like living <laughs> in two different homes but i guess they just not ready to be like make it official and be like i'm done and i'm done they just leaving that that door open for each other and I guess they're not looking for anything else out there. They're just like, you know. I just feel like when you do stuff and like they, that. And they're 50. So, yeah, but you're you know. holding on. Like, when are they going to be able to heal from anything if all they're doing is holding on to each yeah. other? Like, somebody that you really don't even want to be with. Like, seriously, for real. But like, I think, I think, I, but that I, time is, is come and gone. That ship is sailed. Yeah, but I think that's what they, that's what the, the other entanglement is as far <laughs> as like really like being able to let each other go. And they even said some things in regards to like, them both trying to heal together or like healing through it and trying to get to where she feel like they could actually like live together again. So like I said, to each his own, but like you said, when you put your business out there, it opens you up to like public opinion for people to like to judge you and judge your relationship and then judge what you're doing, what you're not doing, what you should be doing, you know, those types of things. But I I feel like you too, like it's like, what are y'all waiting for? What What is the decision? Are yeah. y'all going to be together or y'all not? It, it just seems like they in a real, real, like, complicated space with each other. And nobody knows what they're going through other than them. Yeah, and maybe they have other other ties, too. You know, like, in terms of, like, their businesses, they have, I'm sure they got businesses together. They have... You know, things, real estate things, things together. With their kids together, right? Like everything so is, you know, there's a lot of ties <clears throat> to just saying, okay, like leg- legalities, I should say. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so maybe, maybe that's what it is. I don't, I don't know. Britney Spears has been making the headlines lately with her memoir that's going to be dropping out on October the 24th, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yep, October 24th. Britney Spears reveals that she had an unaliving while dating Justin Timberlake in her new memoir. She is, this is supposed to be like her tell all book, Justin Timberlake. I'm sorry, y'all with Justin. Yeah. Yeah. No way. I can't even believe Do you know how long ago that was? It's like 20, that's like 20 years. Yeah. It's been over that actually. But let me, let me read you this really quick article. Y'all this is from USA today. So Britney Spears is opening up in a new interview. Her first in years about her anticipated tell all and becoming her own woman after being freed from her 13 year conservatorship. The pop star's anticipated new memoir, The Woman in Me, is set to debut on October the 24th. And excerpts from the book were released on Tuesday via People. In a shocking revelation, Spears, who's 41, claimed in her memoir that she became pregnant during her relationship with Justin Timberlake and had an unaliving. I think y'all know the word. Justin definitely wasn't happy about the pregnancy. He said we weren't ready to have a baby in our lives, that we were way too young, she wrote, according to the outlet. But I don't know. I almost feel like, like, perhaps because at that time that Justin and Brittany were dating, when was that? That was, uh. Yeah, back, how long ago was that <clears throat> as far as, like, how, like when they dated? Because it had to be when he was with NSYNC, right? Yeah, I think she was still with NSYNC, but she dated, they were dating back in, I want to <clears throat> say, 1999 to 2002 so three years that sounds pretty close if i if i think back that's about that's pretty close 99 2002 oh yeah here it is spears and timberlake dated from 1999 until 2002 in the early in their early adult years so yeah that sounds about right Mm -hmm. but yo you know me like me i just be like you know I'm never like a prisoner of the moment. And for me, it's just like when people come out with these tell-all books and it be things that like transpire like years and years ago, Mm -hmm. decades ago, it be hard for me to just like to stomach it or to believe it because you have so many people that come out and they want to make their books salacious. So they kind of embellish a little bit and and they get with writers that kind of like, like I said, embellish and maybe add a little you know, put a little sauce on it because, you know, they may make allegations about a certain person in their tell-all book yeah. and then that other person's like, no, that ain't, that is, that's not even what really happened. 
You, you know? think though, like she would make something up like that? I, with the, because I don't know. It's, you got to think, like coming out of the conservatorship too. Like at that time, like it, it, Britney's always been you know, one that's been very highlighted I, in like the paparazzi. She's always been in like the highlight of like social media, mm-hmm. like her. So even now, like even after the conservatorship, like. I mean, things are going crazy on the internet about Britney Spears right now. I'm glad now. you brought like, that up about the, the conservatorship. I, 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 I completely forgot about that. I did too. The conservatorship. Kind of, but I, you know, I, I follow Britney on Instagram just because I kind of went down this whole rabbit hole of things that people were saying about her. And I came across this on like social media one day and people were like, they didn't even know if Britney was even really alive. And I'm like, what? Like surely we would know but like if you go to her instagram and you look at britney's instagram it's just oh my gosh i it's disturbing i I have to say that i'm concerned like Mm -hmm. i would legit like to go and walk up to her door and just be like are you okay like are you okay are you good but you think like somebody that's been like tied up and wrapped up in a conservatorship like that and the Mm -hmm. way that she described it made it almost sound like she was just imprisoned Mm -hmm. you know and probably like that in her head, too. So for her to be able to come out and finally be able to speak on stuff like this is really, you know, freeing for her. Like, she might have had to help hold on to this stuff because she didn't have a choice. Like, I got you. There wasn't an option for her to go and talk about stuff like this out in the public because she wasn't allowed to. Like, she wasn't allowed to do a whole lot of things for herself. Yeah, when you put that context on it, then I, I can kind of understand that. Yeah. As far as, like you said, with the conservatorship, she probably couldn't speak about a lot of things, she right? She couldn't talk about a lot, like okay. on her own and discuss anything, like everything. You literally tell, like, somebody to drive you, somebody to your medicine, what you can eat, what you can, when you can leave, when, like, everything. So it it was like scheduled like that, like, yeah, like where somebody really pretty much ran her life. Yes, that's that's how it worked. Like they literally ran her life for her, like in terms of dance rehearsals, things that she could do, like. Even from her concerts, when she didn't want to dance, like she was made to dance. Like wow. when she was tired of dancing, like they would, you know, it. There, it's just, it's so sad, mm-hmm. you know, to even go down that road. It's and, so and that was, sad. And that was put in place it. by like her family, like her father. Her father. Too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know a whole lot, but I, I mean, I've read like bits and pieces yeah. over the years, but I, not enough to completely understand it. So I'm glad that you kind of. Like adding that context onto it. Yeah, but like when you look at it, like her Instagram and stuff, and and you start seeing like now, I don't even think that there's any way that you can comment on on the videos that she posts anymore. So because, they just so they just cut the comments off. Yeah, because there were so many things on there where I was like, what the heck is going on? Like even I was like, I found myself consumed and actually really trying to find out like what was going on with her for a while, and then I had to pull myself away from it because I'm like, man, I don't know what the hell yeah, is going on. I, like I said, I, I never really like caught wind of all of it. It's insane. You see all her dancing videos or her twirling on Instagram? That's what I'm saying. I never caught wind of everything that was going on, but I saw like bits and pieces of some of those videos. Yeah. And I kind of was like, she dancing in her underwear and boots. Yeah. <laughs> and she like, you know, and she and it's like she's not really saying anything, right? She doesn't she's just say dancing. anything. She's just dancing. But the, but that's why I mean, I you don't can know. go back to all the way the time that she was with Justin Timberlake at that time. And, and and I mean, if you really think about it, it's like maybe there were some things that really transpired in her life that really kind of pushed her over the edge. You know how you meet somebody or you with somebody and somebody might, you know, pass away or they just don't want to be with you. And then that person is like stuck. It's like they're not the same person that kinda, they were. Kind of like you kind of get crushed. Yeah. You know, like. And it, and it just kind of like transform you into somebody else. Yeah. And, might, and sometimes it might transform you into like making bad decisions with yep. other men and, and jumping into relationships too fast because you feel like you need something. You need something to replace that void. Yeah. Remember when she got on stage and she like half-ass performed and then I kind of do a little bit. I remember you the literally headline. could tell like because everybody knows Britney can dance her ass off. We know this. You know she's yeah. a performer. She's an entertainer. Like that I'm time she got up that there, innocent. That time she got up there and she did that whole half-ass performance like that's when i felt like when i saw her do that, i was like, yeah, there's something. There's something. Kind of felt like she losing it now. Yeah, yeah. Not necessarily losing it, but it's just other things that's going on. Well, I knew she was. There was something wrong with her. Yeah, like that. That she was dancing like that, and Mm -hmm. then I think 
she ended up telling the story behind that. Like she she was doing it on purpose to half ass to kind of show them like y'all not gonna <laughs> oh y'all want to make me dance y'all want to yeah make me practice okay <laughs> right. I'm gonna go on here and give you like a, a half ass piss poor job of a performance on live TV and wow. that's what she did you know yeah but, and, and this and this she got to take the brunt of the blame for it yeah because she's the actor. Not the actor, but she's the artist, the entertainer, the entertainer. Everything. But you know, you don't know what's going on in people's like personal lives. What's going on behind the scenes, backstage, right? So, and just like you said, you know, giving more context on like what she's been going through with the conservatorship, kind of like it puts it into perspective for me to get a better understanding of why she is the way that she is a little bit because. I thought she fell off the map for a minute. Like mm-hmm. when she came back, I thought she was like a clone Britney or something. Like, like she it seemed like she just came out of nowhere. It was almost like she was like hidden. Like she was hidden from the world or something. Yeah, for yeah. a very long time. Yeah, but now that she's out of this, like, and if you think back at the, actually during those dates, if you think about it, if that was two thousand and two, like thirteen years would have been right at the start of when that conservatorship would have happened for her breaking up with Justin. Mm. up until last year. So this whole time she's been in this little little cage. Been In this agreement where you can't move without somebody telling you to. She can't gotcha. do nothing. She couldn't do anything like on her own. Yeah. Nothing. Like, yeah. It's almost like somebody's telling you how to live every day. And what time a, you wake up. And you're an adult. Like yeah. a, 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 a full grown, you know, got all your senses. I'm just curious because there's so many mixed opinions. I'm curious. Y'all chime in on Britney Spears and let me know what y'all think about it. Because some people are like, <laughs> she shouldn't have got out of that because because clearly there's something wrong. Yeah. yeah. And then others are like, no, that they probably messed her up. And that's really probably what's really for real wrong and with her at And this she's point. still going through it. Yeah. Right now. Her mentality is or just trying to come gone. out of it. Like psychologically, wouldn't you be messed up if somebody ran your life like that? Telling you and then stuffing pills down your throat and making you take medications and when you can rehearse and how long you have to rehearse and when take, you like yeah like taking prescribed yes. medicine oh yes yes on some on some real crazy shit so they were prescribing her stuff and yes. like so basically having like nurses come in and like watching you you know how they do in the psych ward yes like they oh no 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 you got to take all of that right. Like stuff All like three of those. I don't know what she named what they were. I, I can't remember the names yeah. of them, but it was medications that like psychologically was messing with her. Like some stuff would make her feel out of it. Yeah. And too like too bad. Like it was just I'm like, who That's a whole nother level because I didn't hear about I you know, I Why? don't know I don't know about all that stuff. Yeah, she told all of this when she was in front of the judge. It was crazy, babe. You gotta go back and look, see. You don't know. Wow. I went down this whole rabbit hole. Like she yo, she told the yo, judge yo, yo, all this yo. thing. When she was pleading for her to get herself to get out of this conservatorship, like she really kind of went into detail on things that like what they were doing what to they her. were doing to her yeah. and why she felt like she needed to get out of it and all these things and stuff she was saying was like, What? Mm-hmm. Because because for the longest everybody was saying that she was crazy. Um, she's not crazy. I, yeah. I, I definitely think she was taken advantage of, like yeah. in the worst way, from her own family. Even from the start. Huh? Yeah. Well, my thing is, please just take the Instagram, take the phone away from her, so she don't get on there and start doing <laughs> all that. Dancing. See, that's what's wrong. She can't even. She can't even <laughs> express herself. And here you are. Okay. Babe, I don't want to see somebody forty-one years old dancing in their underwear <laughs> and boots and cowboy boots. <laughs> okay. See y'all. Okay. Next. Let's go to the next segment. So okay. I'm going to get into this confession, y'all. Let's go. Let's go. Let's uh, go. So shout out to Anonymous, y'all. If y'all want to send us confession, if y'all have questions, anything y'all want to talk about or discuss without any unbiased opinions, y'all can go to our website at www.asiaandbj.com and uh, fill out the form, send it over. Y'all will take a look at it. Y'all please send us details and information. So we're not trying to put together like a loophole of a yeah. story because we just get a little piece of whatever you want to tell us. But Hell yeah, shout out to anonymous for this. Y'all, if, if y'all have sent us anonymous confessions, just know y'all that we have so many to, to go through and we only do one per episode of a show. So just to, to say that y'all, we are, combing through them as they come through but if we have not read yours it doesn't mean that we're not going to get to it we just haven't gotten to it yet okay so 
be patient with us, okay? But we appreciate y'all participating and showing us love and wanting to be a part of this and all that kind of stuff, y'all. Okay, showing us major love. Y'all the real MVPs. I'm just saying, okay? Yeah, and I'm, be I'm ready strong. For this, I'm ready for this confession. <laughs> it's going to be one of the best parts of this podcast today. I always look forward, y'all. Confessions are so fun to me. Okay, here we go, y'all. Okay. So here, this one is titled Kiss and Tell. Kissing and telling. Mm. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. There's some people guilty of that. Yeah, right? <laughs> Thank you for answering my question. I'm just happy that you are allowing a platform and helping us in the community get answers. Oftentimes, people feel like they have problems or situations and they are going through these problems alone. So hearing others confess what's going on with them has inspired me to write you guys. So thank you so much. Shout out to you, Anonymous. Uh, my name is Lyric. I'm a 38-year-old female, and I am married to my husband, Sydney, who's 36. We have been married for the better half of nine years. Mm. We do have two children together. Here's my problem. My husband and I have very exquisite, or most people would say kinky, type of sex lives. Him and I have really devoted our sex lives to keeping things interesting and spicy in the bedroom. Let's just say we have experienced everything that you probably can put or place your imagination to when it comes to trying new things. If you can think of it, we've probably tried it. Oh, <laughs> okay. Oh, they put it out there like that. Look at you licking we your lips and we everything. We probably didn't tried it. Okay, okay. Yay, okay. And if I'm being honest, it has ultimately given our marriage a solid foundation. And to this day, we still can hardly keep our hands off of each other. Oftentimes, we have allowed other people into our bedroom and recorded it as a keepsake with their permission, of course, for our own collection. Mm. Both Sydney and I typically hang out with some of the same friends because of the things that we are into. So discussing things that we have tried or attempted in the bedroom with those friends have never been a problem in the past. In fact, we enjoy it because it's how we intermingle ideas amongst each other to try with our other halves. About a week ago, Sydney was taking a shower. I noticed that his phone kept vibrating, not where the phone was ringing, but I could tell he was getting text messages back to back constantly. My curiosity began to kick in overdrive and I couldn't help myself. I had to check his phone to see why uh. it was going off so much. This wasn't the first time I've ever checked his phone or he has checked mine, but it has never been an issue when we use each other's phone in the past. So I really wasn't expecting to find what I saw. He had a group text going in his phone with about seven or eight of his buddies that I do know he is friends with and has been friends with for years outside of our mutual regulars, I would call them. So this came as a huge surprise to me that he was talking about the sex we've had amongst ourselves and others to his group of guy friends whom we don't discuss those things with. He shared very intimate details with him and also shared multiple video clips I'm a little hurt that he would spread my personal business for his exclusive friends to watch oh, or converse shit. with clearly showing videos and pictures of not just me, but our mutual friend group as well without anyone's consent. We are all grown here. And because we do live the lifestyle that we do, I normally wouldn't think about being so troubled about things like this or bothered by it to say the least. I really don't know what to think of it. I'm pissed because a little of me feels embarrassed, offended, betrayed, and hurt that he would do that behind my back. Is it okay to kiss and tell? When is it okay to kiss and tell? And do you believe in telling others what goes on in your bedroom, swinging or not, when you are married or in a relationship? Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? Am I overthinking this or do you think this would be normal behavior of anyone in a relationship? Signed anonymous. Wow. Why would you be offended though? My my question would be, why would you be offended uh when I feel like you've already opened up Pandora's box like a long time ago? Mm. You know, you opened up Pandora's box to, you know, a, a, a group of people that you that you feel comfortable with to discuss these types of things and to, you know, to to act upon, upon. some of these things too, as far as like sex and exchanging partners and sexual ideas so my thing is like why would you be surprised that he wouldn't go to somebody else and, and 
and start showing pictures or start Videos. talking about everything that he's doing when you guys already kind of made that that open as far as y'all arrangement, as far as y'all marriage, you know, bringing other people in and discussing it. You already opened up that, that Pandora's box. So it's like, it's always going to be like some type of consequence coming behind some of those types of things because swinging and being married, a marriage should be more of like a, a more of an intimate, more of something that's just between, you know, two people, a union between two people. And when you start fracturing that and start bringing other people in and other personalities into it, mm-hmm. it you just you just don't know what's going down that rabbit hole once you go down it. You, you never know what you're going to expect. Yeah, and I feel like it's a, it's a, it's definitely a slip, slippery slope when you put it into like that perspective because there's two parts to this. One is that you're already in a friend group, a regular friend group that y'all are, are exchanging these ideas and swapping and switching and all of these other things already where and videos and all like that sounds like a sexual position. It sounds like a lot, right? Swapping like swapping and switching. Yeah. <laughs> swapping the switching and and all that kind of stuff it's like well well, well, it's okay when you do it with those people but what makes you think that they he wouldn't go and talk to anybody else outside of those regular mutual friends that y'all have if if it's okay to discuss that with them and share pictures with them and videos and because i'm sure if y'all got them then they got them and and it it seemed like it's making it okay for him to go out and talk to the homies and talk to the ho- the homie friends. Yeah, but not only that, it. but the, like if my imagination, it just runs wild with if you can think about anything that we've done, then I'm thinking internet, like this is stuff that y'all do like that other people who don't know y'all at all that are already watching this kind of stuff take place and go on. So to me, it's kind of like a you hitting them with a double standard in a sense like, yo, you you can't tell these people, but these random people that don't know anything about us, don't even know our names, can find us anywhere and watch mm-hmm. this. So mm-hmm. what is the difference in my opinion? Or or better yet, you know, you open it you just open it up all of this information to people that shouldn't be in your business like that. Right. I feel like it. Even if they like the homies and like they like your day ones per se, like real, real close friends, I just feel like you're crossing that line. You're crossing the boundary when it comes to like your marriage to your significant other. And, you know, e- even with what they're doing and the, and the acts that they're engaging in, mm-hmm. it makes so many great areas in your relationship because now everything is so open and wide open right. and exposed. And, yeah. and I feel like some things should just be left to just you and her. Or yeah, but, her and him. Right. But the fact that they're already like, I mean, I don't know necessarily if you would call it kissing and telling, though, if I'm being completely honest, especially is it, if. Is it, though? I, I, how can it be? I mean, why would it be labeled kissing and telling if 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 y'all are already at the table talking about what y'all did with each other with other people to tell them what y'all did with and, each other so that they can try it? And to me, y'all kissing and telling and, everything And together. y'all already got an open kissing and telling arrangement and y'all don't right. even know y'all kissing and telling. Y'all right. already doing it. Right. So it's like, what is it that's sacred about what it is that y'all are doing in particular? Yeah. Then it's, it's not really like they're finding out. I think it's just the fact that you are seeing this for the very first time and you didn't think that he would do something like that but maybe if anything like maybe you know a conversation should have been had prior to that he was gonna bring that up and say hey i want to show my friends x y and z and i want to do this but it's like why does he have to ask if people can already access this you know what i mean yeah, I, I hear exactly what you're saying. So I, I hear exactly what you're saying. I mean that in the most like respectful way. I, I'm just saying I don't know how he cannot tell if the information and the the proof is already out there to be told I, by itself. I think that they would have to have like a really really detailed conversation about who can know about it and who can't know about it. Maybe they didn't have that conversation and and it just got out of hand because. Especially if you if you're engaging in swinging, if you're engaging yeah. in like any type of like open uh, sexual experiences with other people and other couples before y'all venture out and do that, or when you when you guys are starting to experience that, y'all need to start sitting down and start like setting certain types of boundaries as right. far as like who we can tell, who we not gonna tell, who's gonna be told this 
type of information, like the boundaries. Maybe a boundary wasn't set. If that boundary was set, I don't think he would go to the homies and tell like seven or eight dudes. Thinking about like me from my own perspective too and, and us, like I wouldn't, I, like I could never go around my homies and my homeboys, like seven or eight of them and just talk about like what we do in the bedroom. I know. Like I, like I just, like it's just not in me tell people that so they could have like a, a image in their head about what you got going on or or better yet showing them videos yeah I, and i think also like girlfriends right like everybody's probably guilty as at one point in, in or another in life okay regardless of what age you were that you did something sexual with somebody and you went and told the homie okay and and, and once you told them and and you told them how good he was because that's really all you want to tell them mm-hmm. okay because everything else is like everybody knows what it's just water under the bridge after that what goes into the act of like sex i mean it is what it is yeah. right so it's like you don't have to sit there and give details mm-hmm. but but you were excited about how good it was, how excited you got and, and, and so forth. Right. Yes. But at the same time, it's like, OK, once you said it, it's like the next time you come and say it, it's like, OK, <laughs> they they not asking you questions. They don't care to know. They don't want to indulge in, in what you did. Every little bit of activity that took place, like the average person doesn't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to hear it you know what i mean or, or, or at least like, over and over again right yeah. so so to me i feel like maybe it could have been like a surprise that you seen him doing something like that for the very first time with people that y'all aren't mutually friends with but this probably isn't the first time that he's done that because in my opinion i feel like even to say that not even him but the friends, like, you don't know what they doing every day at home, like, that they sharing with their friends. Exactly. And they, these and, videos and these keepsakes that y'all have. And, and they y'all got made. proof. They got the right. text messages. Right. So, and to me, I'm like, I don't think you have a reason to be mad. I think maybe you were taken back a little bit by surprise that he was telling somebody. I don't trust That's people true. enough to give them like like to be sharing like that type of intimacy information mm-hmm. or keepsakes for Facts. perhaps no telling where they got your face plastered and and you have to worry about a lot other than him just telling his friends. Mm-hmm. You know what about your your kids' friends finding it out? Some your kind kids' of way. friends' parents. You know like. That stuff is what I would be more concerned about rather than like what my husband like, you know, because other than that, I'm just like now it would be different. I feel like it's a it's a completely different story of like if we talking about somebody that does just like there is nobody else. It's me and you and you on the phone showing videos and stuff like that to your to your to your homies and yes. stuff. Yes. I'm gonna lose my shit. Like that's a whole different ball game. It's over. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I feel like there's no coming back for that. Yeah. You can't come back from that. Like that's like, a for to me, like that would be a complete form of disrespect, like yeah. to the highest degree. Cause he out there showing all your business, yes. all your all your things that you try to you want to keep private and should stay in a bedroom to everybody else so that they can see it and share it and everything else that goes with that, you know? Yeah. Let me see what her question was. She said uh, when is it okay to kiss and tell? Is it okay to kiss and tell? Do you believe in telling others what goes on in your bedroom, swinging or not, when you are married in a relationship? Uh, and what are your thoughts? Am I overthinking this, or do you think that this would be normal behavior for anyone in a relationship? Okay. I definitely don't think that it's normal behavior. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that... <laughs> I mean, it's 2023. The bigger category of the people who are not like that in particular don't share that information. Like, Mm -hmm. they just don't, you know? So, that's my answer. Yeah. I I hope you don't leave. You know, I'm right there with you, man. We gonna keep it 100. We just gonna, mean, we gonna I'm, keep it a buck. I am gonna, that's just my that's just my thought. That's just my opinion. The good thing about it is that they're anonymous, so they never have to say who they are. <laughs> Nobody right. has to know. You and, know, and I'm I'm right there with you. I just feel like once you once you really like make that vow to make somebody your husband or your wife, I feel like there's just lines that you don't cross. There's just boundaries that you just not gonna step over. Yeah, and that's at why the I'm, end of the day, like point blank, period. Right. Right. Exactly. So there it is, y'all. Like, dang. Y'all chime in and, and let us know what y'all think about that down in the comment section. Like, yeah. maybe somebody out there is, is like anonymous and they, hey, they all, they, they, they here for it. Yeah. Okay. And y'all you can let, understand. Y'all let us know when it's okay to kiss and tell or if it is even okay. It's going to be some people out there chiming in saying that, yeah, I had to kiss and tell when, when we broke up because <laughs> she my ex now. No. Ah, no. <laughs> Don't do that either. I'm just saying, y'all. Dang. 
Okay. Is it okay to stay in a relationship if you are no longer in love with your partner? <sighs> your partner. Ooh, that's that's a that's a very deep, open-ended <laughs> question. Is that and this this goes back to like the whole Will and Jada thing. So I'm like, you can love somebody, wow. but if you're not in love with them, are you gonna stay in relationship with them because you love them, or you or or you you gonna stick around because you just love them, or yeah. would you stick around because you're not in love with them? I feel like for me, what we talk, you know, just listening to like uh, Jada's explanation about their relationship, mm-hmm. and then just thinking about our relationship, and just thinking about relationships in general, yeah. especially like marriages. There comes a point when you feel that that person just doesn't love you and there's no turning back from it. I feel like once you actually feel that emotion that your significant other just doesn't love you the same way, Mm -hmm. like they love you, but they're not in love with you and they're letting you know there's no coming back from where, you know, this place where we are right now. Yeah. That's at the point where you have to let it go. My mindset is is fight until there's no more fight left until you've exhausted the triple E's Mm -hmm. exhausted every effort. That's what you have to do in, and, you know, just just fight for what you really, really want and what you really, really want to hold on to, especially like if it's if it's worth keeping for a lifetime. Yeah, it is. But like if the other person's not mutually the feeling the same exact way mm-hmm. that you are, like I, I'm i not, you know, I I feel like to, to some degree that you would want to stick around and try to fight for it. But at some point you're just going to be like, I'm wasting my time. Like yeah. You're wasting my time. And, and, once, and once you've you exhausted know? every single effort that you can. And there's still no change and you know and you still and you feel that in your heart that that person doesn't love you and they've already like made a certain they've already made certain concessions in their life to kind of like back away and to kind of like put that put that guard up and put that wall up. Then I feel like it's over, but you should fight until you can't fight anymore. That's just what I know. That's just what I've always seen growing up. Let me ask you this, like in what case or scenario do you think that it would be okay for somebody to stick around into a relationship that they're not in love with somebody? Because because I feel like I've seen it both ways. There are there are a lot of people out there that stick around or Mm -hmm. or they stay in a relationship because of the sake, you know, because of the sake of their kids. Like they really are unhappy with each other. They aren't in love with each other, but they stay together because of their children. Like like now today, I there's more more people that would say like no i'm not i don't do it like i don't believe in that anymore i'm not that's not what something i want to do is just stick around to maintain a relationship with somebody for the sake of children because now people are more inclined to just go off and be independent they'd rather find their happiness than stick around and stay in a relationship where they're they're miserable Mm -hmm. or they're they're just not in a happy place to mm-hmm. be around somebody else or or they're not in love with them. But in the same sense, I also see that there's a lot of people that maybe there's nowhere else to go and and they just maintain a just a relationship in general, but they still go on and do their own things and they live in the same house, like they sleep in separate rooms, sleep mm-hmm. in separate beds, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, which one which one are you like can you do that because some people are like there's no way i could ever live in the same house with somebody that i once was in love with mm-hmm. but now like we're not together that i can stay in a relationship like we can be friends or have some type of relationship so mm-hmm. to speak just because because like what is that that you're holding on to yeah, that I, keeps you bound to that. Yeah, I just feel like there's like multiple layers to this. It's complicated, right? It's very, very complicated, and and I just feel like you know people fall out of love sometimes when you're in a marriage or you're in a a, a, a long relationship. Sometimes people just fall out of love just due to the, just just things that's going on in y'all lives. Um, you know, other things become more important than making your partner happy, hmm. and then in and somewhere in between there, you guys got in in a in a unhealthy habit and maybe y'all fell out of love with each other, but y'all still love each other. But now y'all just trying to figure out how to get back on that road again, where y'all are in love. You know what I mean? Yeah. People get redundant, you know, people get complacent in mm-hmm. the, in their relationships and their marriages. And then it's like, damn, now we in a bad place. And we didn't even know that we was in a bad place, but we are in a bad place because we just been doing things that we didn't even know that we were putting ourselves in a bad position. And like, growing apart and yeah. we didn't even know it and now it's like damn we like 
two different people and now we're trying to figure out how to get back on one page if both of them are in concert with each other to say hey we finna like try to figure this out and try to get back on that right path get back on that right road you fight for it until you can't fight for it anymore until you just know in your heart and in your mind and your soul that damn this not it's just not work. it's yeah, not it, worth it's it. not working it's not working love is worth it you yeah. know mm-hmm. but like i said it just depends on the two people really working to try to get back on that same common ground, which is falling in love again, feeling how y'all felt when y'all first met each other. Hmm. So, but yeah, it's it's a very multi layered question that you ask. I feel like it just depends on who you ask and, yeah. and, and what the situation was mm-hmm. in terms of why they did stick around. Yeah, I'd be and, curious and, to know what y'all think yeah, about that. Like, did y'all I ever wanna... stay in a relationship when y'all wasn't in love with them, or you really just kind of stayed around for? to have a relationship and you weren't even in love with them anymore. Like why, why, why did you do that? And, and if you did like, what, what, what was the situation? Like what yeah. kept you there <laughs> to do that? You know? Cause I, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like some people might not leave a relationship bec- out of fear. Like they might think that like, if they leave, like, That's you know, they don't know if what's going to happen if it's, they go and be with somebody it's, else. It's the, yeah, it's the uncertainty of, right. You, sometimes you don't know anything else. Right. So it's like, let me just try to figure out and work this out until it doesn't work anymore. Y'all chime in. Let us know what y'all think about that too. Should you, or could you change who you are for your partner? Yeah. I mean, just as two human beings, you're going to have to mold yourself to some degree. You have to find a way to, mold yourself in in a in a light that's in line with your partner i don't feel like that you have to like sacrifice everything everything that you are yeah but there are like compromises per se even even if you talk to like a marriage counselor they'll they'll, they'll talk about you know you don't want to be a person that like sacrifice you don't want to like sacrifice things but you do want to be able to like compromise certain things so i do i do feel like people can change for the partner people in order to make a relationship work or to have like a lifelong relationship with a partner, yeah, you, you do have to change who you are to some degree. Yeah. Because everybody's different. I don't think two people are put together and they just go together and they it's just perfect. Yeah. You know? I agree. There, there's like a, a give and take. I a, do a take think and that. Give. But like, you know, when you come across people who like are the way that they, say for instance, you come across like a, a, a cute little old playboy that's been out there in the streets, you oh. know, like he the finest thing out there walking around and it's just like, man, like, yeah, yeah. yeah you seen that he was with so-and-so and so-and-so and on to the next and then he get around to you and, and you think that you're going to change him. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe, maybe for like, you know, five minutes, he shows you that, you know, he really into you and like, you know, maybe he can be faithful, but for real, it's like, you know, what type of person you dealing with, you know, you can't change him. (laughs) You cannot change who he is. You don't don't have any faith in us males, do you? (laughs) You don't have any faith. It could be the same. It could be the same with the woman. Okay. Like she could be the finest thing out there. Okay. Next to next to next. And okay? she always got like a whole bunch of friends and people that's always right. reaching out to her. She but can always date. And you always come across that one person that thinks that they're going to get with somebody and change who they are. Make it exclusive. Yeah. And and deep down inside, it's like, that's really who they are. Like, mm. there's no way that you can change somebody that is the way that they are. Like, to me, I'm like, no, I don't want you to. I I feel like to I would want you to change and mold to some degree, Mm -hmm. but I absolutely would not want you to change everything about yourself to be who I want you to be because because then you're not your own person. Not being you, you're just trying to right. You're just trying to cater to to somebody else's needs. I want to fall in love with the person that you are and 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 love that person. Yeah, we have to compromise and sacrifice whatever it is like down the road but like i would never want anybody to change who they are for me like maybe some of their habits but that's the question like what are you wanting somebody to change when you say will you change yourself for another person i feel like i mean that's what people are doing yeah i mean for the the thing is is that if if someone if you get with somebody and they don't change you for the better make Mm -hmm. you a better person like and you're not making them a better person then then what are you there for Mm -hmm. so to some degree you are there to help somebody become the best version of themselves in the best way that you can possibly you know but there's levels to that right Mm -hmm. so to some degree yes you you are changing because change is everlasting like there's always going to be something about you that 
that changes over time, even with, you know, with age. We, right. you know, we've conversed about that. It's just that's just what happens. People change. Things Absolutely. change. You know, jobs change. Shit changes, mm-hmm. you know. But so you're just talking about some traits or habits. But when you talk about like changing are you are you talking about like changing somebody's like core beliefs? Like I like like you don't want to be a person that I feel like I got to try to change your core beliefs or who you you know foundationally like that are. That that part. Okay. That's what I'm like like if you are, you know, like religious person and like that's who you are and it's just like every time I say something to you your your response to me is something religious and that type of thing and it's just like oh my gosh, I can't stand that that's what you do and it's just like that's who you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that is what I'm referring to. I'm like, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want, don't change me. If that's what it is that I, like, I believe in that that's what's in yeah. me. That's what's instilled. That's what's ingrained. That's what I grew up on. Like that type of thing. But in a sense, it's like, you know, there are things that are ingrained in us as people just because of that's how we grew up. But as we grow, we change. And as long as that evolution of what that change is for you is still suitable to me, then I'm okay with that. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily feel like me personally, I wouldn't want someone to change for me because they're not going to change for me. (laughs) I would want them to change for them, Mm -hmm. you know, but don't do it for me. Right. But, but the thing about it is if, if you're pointing something out like a, a flaw, you know, a chink in my armor, something that I can work on for me to be better. Yeah. Then I feel like that's where the win-win is at. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then and and then that's gonna be a reflection on you because you're the one that's like pointing it out mm-hmm. to make me be a better person. Agree. And then on the flip side of that, that's what's gonna, you know, that's what's gonna make you feel better about the relationship, about where we're going in life. You know, just moving forward. Right. But I understand exactly what you're saying as far as like people's like true core beliefs who who they are who they are foundationally yeah. that's, that's not what you're trying to change yeah you want people to change for the better for themselves so it'll be a better reflection on you too as well that's what i mean when i say like i want somebody to be able to make me better like if we can make each other better like if you get with somebody the whole point and purpose of, exactly. of being in a relationship with anybody is so that somebody can make you better than who you are. Mm-hmm. So you can be inspired to be something better than than what you were yesterday, right. you know, and, and continue that drive, like somebody to push you, somebody Absolutely. like. So to some degree, like people are going to change you mm-hmm. to some degree. Right. But when they change who you are, that's a different story. Yeah. But but in actuality, that is that is changing somebody's that is changing somebody, whether you're changing them whether it's physical, whether it's spiritual or whether it's mental, there's a change somewhere. Yeah. So I so to answer your question, the answer would be yes. You would want somebody to change for you. Okay, well yeah. The answer <laughs> The answer is yes. But like if you met me and you were like, "No, you got to you got to lose 50 pounds and you got to do I'm not I'm not doing I'm not doing <laughs> Oh, that. you got you got you got to lose 50 pounds to you stay got, with me. Yeah, you got to be like this and you got to yeah. look like this and you got like absolutely not. Yeah, cuz yeah, cuz those things are so cynical. Right. As far as like you got to be you, you need I want your cheekbones to look like this. Yeah. Your face is getting too fat. Yep, yep. Your, nose, your body your needs ears. to look like this and then you don't know, went and did all these things like I oh, know people who have done that and it's like, man, and it and still didn't get them anywhere. And it didn't it never made them happy. Yeah. Like in fact it made them miserable because they did change so much about themselves to make that other person happy and and at the end of the day it was like for what? Like cuz they still didn't love me the way that I wanted them to. So so really the crux of the of the of this question should be, yeah, I want somebody to change, but I want them to change for the better. Yeah, I guess so. You know, nothing <laughs> materialistic, but if they can change better mentally, spiritually, that's what I'm looking for. Right. Yeah. Y'all chime in, like, let me know what y'all think about that. I know there's layers to that question once again, like how you want to consider yeah, it's change. There's a, a lot of different ones. So I guess yes would be probably everybody's answer when you put it into that perspective mm. but then it sounds bad <laughs> change should be good it, it shouldn't be change where it, it changes for the worse okay. but it always should be progressing and getting better and better every day agree yeah i agree but, but i like but i like what you said though that yeah. was really good is it better to be single or in a relationship pause don't say the wrong thing <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you like this. <laughs> I, I'm gonna tell you like this. It's definitely better to be in a relationship than to be single. I think so too. Yeah. I've, I've, I I just feel like just as a human being, just us as humans, that's what we were put on this earth to do. Yeah. To find somebody that's not you know that is somewhat of a reciprocal of yourself. But if you ask somebody that's single and and this outside like that, they're gonna be like, "Shoot, I love this life." What you mean? But at the same time, I feel like those people get lonely. Maybe sometimes they say it. They might say it every yeah, now. Yeah, and you again. probably have your moments where you're like, "Man, I love being single." But those same people, because I have a lot of friends <laughs> who are single. I, I have friends that are mm-hmm. like maybe they might be like a few years younger than me. That that sit around and say all the time that man, I wish I could have somebody. I I, I wish I could have what you have. Yeah, you know. And when somebody tell you that, that lets you know that man, damn, I, I got I got something that probably most people really really want to have but don't have. Yeah. So yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't want to be single. Not at the age I am right now. Yeah, I think I I would I would say the same. I think I think the majority of of people in general yeah. like they naturally just want a better half, another person to tell all their stories to somebody that can relate to them on multi levels, like all their weird quirks and stuff that accepts yeah. them and, and that they can really share life with. Like, I think that That's more than anything thing is someone that, that you can go do things mm-hmm. with, you know, see parts of the world that you've never seen before yep. and, and just experience things that, you know, when you get with one particular person that just knows all about you. You've told them about you. They know everything about you. They know what time you wake up, what time right. you want to go to bed. Yep. They, t- they they know what your favorite food is. <laughs> they they know things that you don't like to eat. Like somebody that just knows you like the back of, back of your hand, that's the person that you want to try to live your entire life with because that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Yeah, and, and people that I know that are single would probably say the same thing, especially when those little Valentine's Days, Christmas, like holidays and stuff roll around and all they do is go to their mama's house because that's, that's all they, you know, they go to the mama's house, the relative's house or something like that and spend time with family. And it's just like, man, like I'd give anything to have a a, a man or to have a husband or yes. somebody to be around to to – that can relate to me, that can understand me, that can entertain me, that we can entertain each other, that we can tell each other secrets to, we can share just life with. I think that more than anything, like there's always yeah. somebody that changes everything for you in terms of like how you feel about love and how you feel about life, mm-hmm. you know, how you see things like, and then when you meet somebody that really just truly will blow your mind just in terms of like how they think and the, and hearing mm-hmm. what they say and, how they put it and I never looked at it that way or I never seen it that way. You know, like it just opens your eyes up to so much. Once you have that experience or you know what that feels like, like that is something I feel like is very special. And and a lot of people really look forward to having in life. Like they really want that. And you have a lot of people, you know, that might've had that. And for some reason they lost that. And now they're single, but they could still tell you that they still want to find that. They still need that. Yeah, but then you got some people out there that are the bitter sing- singles that are like, hell no. That's what I'm saying. I would never, ever. Kid, <laughs> I don't want another wife. I don't want a girlfriend. I just want transactions, okay? Yeah. That's and, it. And, and you might have had people that just went through a very, very bad experience. That's what I'm saying. That are but, that would never, that are like, hell to right, the no, like right, never. Right, but, they could, <laughs> but, but I feel like they can tell you that, but... They have their little innocuous moments when they're sitting around. They're just like, damn, I wish I just had somebody. Yeah, but then when you think single, it's like you don't have to, you don't have to, you don't have to report to anybody. You don't have to explain nothing. You can go do what you want to do. You can come in the house when you feel like it. You can do whatever you want to do. Freedom. Yeah, but. Freedom. And freedom is good. But again, I just feel like at some point in time, it's just like, well. I think it gets old. I just feel like at some, it, at some point. point it just gets old and redundant, and you're gonna you're gonna want somebody. Mm. You know, at the end of the day, you're just gonna want something deeper. You're gonna want something deep, like the abyss. Why you gotta make your voice sound like that? What the hell? Like yeah, like you trying to go there? Like <laughs> like you just like you just need somebody to take you on a way deeper level than just transactional. What? Just like you said. You'd be surprised, though. There are people out there that just love their independence. And they might be okay with it. They love to be okay. Like, they're okay with just being by themselves. Mm -hmm. Like, 
I think sometimes they might where it might hit them where I'm like, dang, I wish I had somebody. But then those same people are like, I like the fact that I I, I can do what I wanted. I, I can I can I can spurge on myself. I can be selfish with myself and and not care. Like I don't have to take care of anybody. I don't have to be responsible. I don't have to report. I don't have to. There's so many things that you don't have to do. Being not in a relationship or being a single person than you would if you were in a relationship. So. I really th- think, you know, some some may beg to differ on that. They're so, going to be like, heck no. Nah. Like, th- there's a percentage <laughs> of people out there that that's okay with it. I don't think no. I'll see myself getting with anybody or even trying within the next 10 to 15 years because I love me mm-hmm. and me only. Hey, then. <laughs> like, then, there then, are people that are like that. Then love on yourself the best way that you can. And forever. Yeah, but but who gonna take care of you when you're old and gray? But then once once right once you get to a point where it's like okay now I could probably settle down with somebody. It's like then it, but then it's too late. Nah, you don't live like you don't have all your fun times, your crazy nights, your fun nights, your your happy days. Yeah, but what is all that worth though? I mean everything if you never like if you lived it up to the fullest and then you decide to settle down with somebody and it's like. She just wants the house and kids, and it's like shit. I don't lived at this point. I done did everything that everybody wished they could have done had they been single for as long as I was until I got to my point of, okay, of now happiness. Yeah, yeah. It just depends on your perspective and, and, <laughs> and what you deem happiness. Some people deem happiness being with somebody else, and then some people deem like true happiness is being able to like fulfill everything that you wanted to fulfill as an individual by yourself, and then <laughs> take on you know, making a relationship with somebody else and then spending your rest of your life and then creating new memories and just creating a whole new life. Yeah. You know, so it just, it just depends on your perspective because I feel like some people want to be able to grow old with somebody rather than meet somebody when they old. I'd say the majority, but then like when you start thinking about it, it's like people who live that life, you you know, because you got people out there that, that do very well for themselves and feel like every person that they might have come across has tried to take advantage of them. So they don't look at trying to be in a relationship because people aren't in a relationship for the right reasons with them. So it's precautionary. They like, yeah. it. okay, y'all, yeah. we're going to wrap it there. Y'all chime in. Let us know what y'all think about this down in the comments section. Okay. We tried to keep it short this time. Hopefully Y'all got something out of this and enjoyed this Man. as much as we did. Every time we come here, <laughs> every time we sit down, every time we talk, I, I take something from it Yeah, every single time, and I'm loving it. Yeah, same here, y'all. So, yeah, y'all let us know what y'all think about this. Hug your babies, kiss your loved ones, pet your dogs, y'all. I love y'all so, so much for everything y'all do for us. We could not be any of what we are without any one of y'all. And for that, we are truly, truly thankful. Yes, ma'am. And shoot, if ain't nobody else told you. Oh, before I say that, make sure y'all like, comment, subscribe, smash the notification bell so you don't miss any videos from Asian BJ. And if y'all are listening to us on the streaming platforms, make sure y'all hit that download button. Leave us a review, y'all. Let us know what y'all think about this down in the comment section. Share us with a friend of a friend. Tell somebody about somebody about us us okay all, <laughs> all send them that. on over here okay? all of that in a bag of chips yeah y'all and if ain't nobody else told y'all i love y'all so much and we're gonna see y'all in the next episode y'all absolutely peace and blessings y'all y'all take yeah. it easy